Hello guys, welcome to another episode. Um, I thought that we'd get a quick one here as I'm driving, got a little bit of time here. Um, about, uh, and I've talked about this before, but perhaps, you know, it's always good to talk about it again and so that you guys or we all have a better understanding and, and, and see how to, how to improve some things. So the ultimate factor that in all training and there's one ultimate factor that determines your success and it's not like just vo2 max it's not how many miles you do per week uh it's it's none of those uh, it's not how many times you go to gym the more ultimate factor that determines your success in distance running is lactate threshold uh, and we talked about this before it's a term that everybody understands and in this episode we're going to talk about different ways to move that curve to the right and it's the most trickiest if, if you're going to talk to any coach anybody it's a very tricky place um, because it's the most important aspect in training actually if you think about it and if you don't know your lactate threshold or you have you know no approximate number or if you don't have your heart rate or lactate like meter there's really no way you're gonna be able to judge or do these workouts in a correct way that help you to achieve so let's look at two different ways that we can structure our week and and then we'll, we'll kind of get a an idea in terms of you know like think about this in, in, in your regular week when you train you you can get a certain amount like like let's just say you do a five miles worth or whatever of, of tempo running per week and that's only five miles of this you you're only doing five miles per week of the most important skill while we're also doing that means if let's say you're doing 100 miles a week then you know you got some other maybe speed and, and maybe a longer but let's just put it this way that like it will come down that sometimes naturally we only do 10 miles at lactate or above at week and with rest maybe getting some moderate in in that in that long run uh, range okay in, the, in in that during that long run um, so theoretically I have, I mean, I understand a lot as a coach and as an athlete, but theoretically, I, I would have this question is, and and then I'll give you guys examples to the people that are already doing it. That to me looks like not enough running at lactate threshold or right below it or right a little bit above it, you know, like, so the trick part would be, you know, in every single runner, we could pretty much run quite a bit 
at lactate threshold or right below it, even on daily basis. Okay, and I'm gonna give you an example. When I did train for uh, my previous half marathons in 2021, I, I had some some interesting different ways. I had a, quite a bit of some steady running. Um, I did a, quite a bit of uh, you know before my workout days uh, where I really really pushed my lactate. You know I didn't go above it, but I certainly came like you know around around that 2.0 mark. You know where where I just took from 1.0 to 2.0 by the end of the workout. You know, so, so, and then Tuesday, I would actually have my main session. But twice a week, I actually did that. Um, so, what I did is I connected most of my running very close together. And I think one of the keys in, in, in running, we shouldn't look at, at just like, you know, that one workout, that one race that you did, but it's ultimately bringing everything together and having everything at the best possible level. And, and you know, once I think you're in that range, you have your good moderate runs, you have your good workouts, you have your good everything, and you're able to recover and feel good, I think that's when your fitness uh, can take the next level. Now, it's it sounds easier, but it really isn't isn't as easy as it sounds. Okay, um, but that's how shape comes. Shape cannot be forced, and we in training we need to make sure that we cover all the bases. That you have your easy runs, your moderate runs your long runs, um, your hill sprints. And, but the, here, what we wanna really focus on, what my suggestion or um, would be, you know, earlier, like you can do 20%. Um, let's just say that they're talking about 20% at threshold or above, right, for your, for your training like the 80-20% rule. Um, and you don't have to follow exactly to it, right? But that means that you can fit more threshold sessions. And as we already know, that Norwegians are already doing that, okay? Because theoretically, just running more is not not necessarily the answer to you being faster. But if you have enough mileage, um, you know, 100 miles and 120, and now you have quite a bit of threshold running in there. Now you have something, and I can tell you a lot of people that you know that have run very fast. You know, with 80 to 90 miles, you know, during their racing for half marathon, and obviously, and sometimes some do 100 and 110, and that's not considered a lot. Okay, 100 miles a week is not considered a lot um, because think about it. There's a lot of times where you're going much slower, but if we can, if, like, if you were to do a little bit more than five miles at that, you know, threshold or below a little bit at per week, you would be in really good 
you'd be in really good situation okay if you just do five miles and if you do like let's say you do five miles speed and five miles tempo and then you do a long run I just say theoretically you 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 know that's it's a pretty common thing to do uh, that means we're only getting 10 miles uh, per week at fast pace so that's more like 90 to 10 percent now I would like I would like that number to be higher and I thought about it shouldn't we all want that number to be higher if that is one aspect that's going to move our lactate curve to the right so we gotta run under under lactate we gotta run at and we gotta run over it that's the perfect way to improve lactate threshold so once we know what is a perfect way to do it there's a million ways of structuring that starting from a wave run uh, going to double threshold sessions or you know or, or any other way now the Norwegians obviously have been doing the double threshold sessions and the careful thing so they're pretty much getting they're getting that 20 miles of threshold per week in a different way but they're getting it Tuesday and P and Tuesday morning Tuesday evening Thursday morning Thursday evening we're talking about 20 miles at lactate threshold okay so now we have now we have the mileage the my and if, if, if we get that with mileage now we have the 20% that we were wanted right there we have 100 miles so if we run about 110 then we really got another two to three miles that we can devote to some speed and then everything else is is like normal to easy training which is the 80% theoretically I've never even you know tried anything like that in a long run you know it's always been my my um, dream someday you know obviously I'm you know I'm right now I'm doing really good and I'm excited you know working with my coach and uh, but this is something that I would definitely talk with him about future when we start training for events like as, as you know half marathon and things like that that this is something that we should dig more deeper to understand like if that is the main main thing shouldn't we all be trying to do the more lactate threshold sessions now the only issue that we have here guys is uh, I wouldn't say it's an issue it's it's just it's we need to you need to have some sort of background in really good you know aerobically that you could afford to be able to do those sessions and recover well okay obviously if you've never did that and you don't have a good base you wouldn't just go in and do that you would have to figure out and do it a different way you wouldn't even have to do Tuesday and, and Thursday you could even do like if you started something like that you could do it on Tuesday and Friday giving you plenty of days between the sessions to recover and you don't even have to start with five and five miles total you could do something like you know 
you could theoretically do three and three to start and three and three in, in a structure of different ways so like you would do in the morning you could do that like six by you know instead of doing six by five minutes you, you do like three by five minutes right and and then in the evening instead of doing uh 2400s you do 12 400s and so on and then you know friday you do another session uh same way just but just different way uh now what's really important here is that it should you should be able to accumulate more miles at threshold or right at it so instead of your typical if you let's just say if you were doing five or six now you're going to be you know now you're going to be doing more training in what's closer to your race pit and of course that's all what all people want that's what we all want if that's going to give us the you know the success the advantage that we want for the next performance so with that guys um as i said before uh it brings me up the question that that brings me up the question is whether uh it's how we distribute the work uh in our training every day is what's going to determine whether we're going to be faster you know whether we're going to be slower or how our race results will play out uh, and it, it's always been like this we always know there's traditional methods there's everything and then there's untraditional methods the ones that sometimes you have to think outside of the box and look I'm not telling you to go and try that you know it's just something to think about it's uh it's you know I was thinking about it and and sometimes I look at my charts and I look at it you know I coach my wife and I look at it and I said look the most important training is 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 the most um, training that's most closer to the race pace obviously what's very very important is that our race pace is very close to you know so that we, we, we we're not too far ahead in training so don't just think like slow fast okay we gotta be good in everything and the and obviously this could not work if we said oh let's go do four speed sessions a week there's a reason why it can only work with threshold because it seems that it's been tested and tested and tested and tested that if you don't cross your lactate threshold in those four sessions okay and I'm not saying you don't run faster than actual lactate threshold pace but we never hit the actual lactate over so because there's a break and and you know and there's that saying goes you know is it better you know is it better than the traditional you know your five mile or 30 minute tempo run? is 
that better and I'll let you guys think about that uh, it's it's very difficult or to really know because we have so many talented athletes around the world and everybody's you know uh, experienced different things and some people are fast and some people are slow but really different nations experience different workouts but what I've learned what I've learned with all athletes whether slower faster well majority of the better athletes whether it's Japan Australia Europe uh, Kenya what I've learned that uh, mileage is the king and always has been it needs to be there always with of course sometimes in reduction but majority of the time you need to run a lot there's just no way around that then second thing is you need to have a lot of or at least some of that good portion of that mileage to be you know at that threshold you know Um, and I think and I think when we are able to do that everything else in our in our training goes up the race results and everything else so it's just something to think about guys Um, you know whether you're training for a marathon and and a good thing when you train for the marathon I think uh, this this type of thing gets broken out a little bit because you end up actually doing um, a little bit more quality because you know now you have your traditional you know your traditional tempo run goes out of the out of the the, the alley because in a marathon we, you know we try to simulate something similar that we're going to be facing uh, so you know when we do workouts like you know maybe we start with three by five k then 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 you know then four by four k and then you know four by five k then you know maybe we go four by six k when we finish with the finish with 5x5k okay and and you should be able to run 5x5k at your marathon goal pace with and I wouldn't have to see you don't really have to do the floats I've learned that like anytime you 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 think about really really floating and still doing those that's a super super workout that's only something you do once in a marathon training buildup. It's not something you say, hey, we're gonna do this today, we're gonna do this next week. It's nothing like that. That's like the grand finale of the workouts. If you can do that one, and you know, you're gonna be tired, but you're, you know, if you're not dead or exhausted and your heart rates and effort matches, I think you have a good chance of finishing your marathon uh, at that pace which what we did for my wife was that was the grand finale workout once once we were able to do that all i had to do is just maintain our shape i didn't even try to spice it up i just wanted to reduce fitness reduce fatigue maintain fitness and go into a race and knock it out for 42k what she did you know for those you know 5 by 5k i've learned previously that when you try to do 5 by 5k with a float that that could turn into a race and kind of like that race effort because you're asking six that you're asking for a 30k workout so you don't want to have like 30k you know close to marathon effort ish okay 
you want to have like those one case I think if you can just go easy between I've learned that that produces better results you don't really necessarily have to float now maybe if you're doing like 4x5k I think you can float or 3x5k you can pretty much float with that you know and the float is like a six you know if you it's like a 40 it's like a moderate you go from like marathon effort to more like you know fast easy pace or you know something like this um, so but when you do marathon sessions you, you you really are already getting like you know you get close to 15 miles of like you could say threshold training so marathon training is certainly it's tricky because you can train for a marathon and then if you sharpened up you can really even PR for the half and and the reason why is because you end up doing these uh, a little bit below threshold marathon is below threshold workouts a lot and a lot of mileage that gets you so strong right and if you you know if you spice yourself up a little bit with some other sessions you're really close to get that that's my wife she PR'd you know in, during the marathon training in a half we didn't even train for the half you know she but she was able to run you know 113.09 before we trained for the half and we didn't we were not able to like get the result that we wanted but this time she was able to get it off from marathon training while we didn't really focus on the half if that makes sense uh, so I think uh, a lot of times providing body different stimulus seeing what works what doesn't and and just seeing you know like doing this this special block you can look all of this a lot of this is is, is, is there are coaches out there I'm not, I'm not inventing a wheel here this is out there people are doing it it's just you know you take it and apply to yourself you just have to understand how things work and whether it benefits you or not okay um, so anyway guys I hope that you enjoyed this short episode it was just to kind of think about you know what's important what's not important and how much uh, you know do we need to push and how much do we need to, to to look at our training and say hey what is going to get our fitness uh, at the highest possible level so whatever that you're you know whatever that you are racing you know and that's quite important uh, because you, you don't want to you don't want to you know you don't want to be training for something and then not be able to hit that you know if you're training for a marathon remember that you know everything else is important but the most important thing is your final result that you're seeking in your marathon you know um, so pick your race understand your race and then say hey what do I want to do you know which which race to would I like to do and uh, and yeah just 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 understand uh, you know which one you would like and things like that because it's very very important to make sure that um, it's very very important that you know you analyze things and you and you do only what's good for you guys uh, sorry on the last second I was driving here so I spaced out a little bit uh, so hey you guys have a wonderful day 
and think about again what we talked today about you know share with friend with your friends the ideas and and experiment again uh like i said i don't have too many spots but i have some spots available still that i'm coaching i'm almost full guys uh, so if any of you do need uh some coaching and you want to be coached please reach out to me because you know i've said that you know i'm only going to be I have 20 members that I coach. I don't, you know, want to take two more because it's a lot of coaching on my side and I just want to focus on being able to give everybody their best. Um, anyway, guys, reach out to me if you need any help. Um, again, you can find, reach out at artursbarekes1 at gmail.com. So A-R-T-U-R-S-B-A-R-E-I-K-I-S-1 at gmail.com for any coaching. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.